So as Phil said, uh, my name is Sophie and I, along with Chris and Emma, are going to be reflecting together on some questions around prayer based on our experience. With the current pandemic dominating our thoughts, we decided we'd include this in our questions as well as some other generic questions around prayer and how we have sought God in various situations and how we hear from him. So Chris, to start with you, how do crises such as this pandemic or ill health in the family, which we know you have faced, affect your prayers? How do you seek to hear God when there is no, there is so much noise around us? Well, I think when you've got that situation which is out of your control and you can't do anything to change it, um, all you're left with in a way is prayer, which is a, a nice position to be in, in one way. Um, and certainly when we uh, experience the difficulties with Jamie's illness, um, another big factor was actually prayer with other people or, or, or at least people praying for us. And um, we, we were very touched. I mean, the, the church met together and remember one particular instance when um James was was going to have a, a big risky operation the following morning. The church met together to pray for us, and uh, we were sent a video clip at the. Ho me and my wife were at the hospital, and the, we got a video clip, and and you just have two aspects of prayer at work there. I think one, obviously, lifting the situation up to God and just seeing it done in that way uh, was amazing, but also then just seeing the people behind you. Um, so it had a sort of a double effect. And uh, I think in a, in a time like we're all going through now with, with COVID-19, you know, most of us can't do much uh, outside of helping others or uh, or doing that. But when we pray, and obviously the initiatives the church have put in to try and have some prayer uh, corporately as well, whether, you know, remotely, but corporately, uh, I think is a great opportunity just to know you're not standing alone and you're standing with, with other people. Um, another thought I have with prayer is, is sort of hindsight in the moment and and certainly with james this sometimes felt you know you pray for things and pray for other children who who are unwell and um and you don't know if you're seeing the answer you're certainly not always getting the answer you you hope you're going to get and if you have a bit more experience or, or you've prayed for things in the past i think it's really important to look back at prayers that have been answered to understand who god is to know that he has come through so many times for you before uh, and you can put your trust uh, in that and pray in confidence uh, and in hope that god actually is on the throne and uh, and things don't always work out quite as we like but but god has a bigger picture of those sorts of things. Um, my wife, when I spoke to her, said, well, obviously we're gonna share a couple of our thoughts um, as well, sort of said, it's not always easy to know what to pray in certain situations. It's uh, especially when things are so vast and so big as this. And uh, just coming before God and, and almost moaning, crying out, you know, what would not, not, not necessarily verbalizing the prayer in an intelligent prayer, but just coming before God with all your, your agonies and your pains, um, whatever it is, he's happy to, to have those, I think. And, um, I think that's uh, something to bear in mind yeah. with regards to the yeah. second part of your question. Uh, yeah. How, how do you seek to hear God with so much noise? 
noise is certainly something we've got three children here and now they're here every day all the time <laughs> never even going out to a club or a park noise is an issue um and we've been really enjoying dave oliver's daily uh covid uh, faith and covid virus podcasts so if you haven't checked that out i mean every time night when we put the children to bed uh, rachel and i um uh, sit down and watch that together and it just takes 15 minutes away from everything else that's going on and just focus on god a little bit uh we pray with with dave on there um sometimes not always we listen to the song and and it just that's that's an escape and that's a really good time each day um the other thing we used to do back when when james was uh, not well um or at least i did was quite often visit the uh the chapel in the hospital just again for that change of scenery for to get away from the the everyday um stress of it all uh, and it's not easy when you're in isolation because we're not allowed to go anywhere but if you've got anywhere in the house i mean i i go out out in the back garden for a bit of exercise and just try and walk up and down and normally when i do that you know it might be for 10 15 minutes just uh try and go peaceful in your soul stop thinking about the the job or uh income or stresses of teaching the children uh, and just try and focus on god a little bit um easier said than done sometimes but uh that's um, certainly what I'm, I'm trying to do. Brilliant. Brilliant. Excellent, Chris. That's really insightful and practical and helpful. So thank you very much. You're welcome. So Emma, I have a question for you. How do you respond when you hear nothing from God? And what about when you don't see the answers you want? Well, I think, um, when you don't hear anything from God, the challenge is to keep listening. Um, he speaks in many ways, doesn't he? And it might not be uh, something you hear through a prayer time. It might be something that you hear in your day to day or the something that comes to you or through a friend, making encouragement from friends. Um, and I know for myself, I would remind myself that he is more than capable of speaking if I'm listening um, it's not all down to me he is he is so much bigger and he understands us so well and if I'm listening he is more than capable of speaking to me um, I think sometimes when we hear nothing and it's the most tricky is when we're trying to make a decision um, and then I think the things that I would think about would maybe be looking for his fingerprints in the path that's brought me that far um, and thinking about his nature what is he like what is important to him and what would that look like in this decision I've got to make and you know making my best guess having prayed having thought about these things maybe making my best guess and submitting that decision to him um, so even if he hasn't said something yet um, I know that I've I've really sought him on it um, I guess when you don't see the answers that you want that's really hard. Um, it can be really painful. Um, it's very difficult, isn't it? If, you, if you've prayed earnestly for something and it feels like God's not answered it. Um, I guess as I thought about that question, I was thinking about the fact that he does always love us. We can still count on that, even if he's not answered our prayer. Um, he always hears us. There's no doubt that he's heard that prayer. It's not that I've not said it loud enough or the right way or anything like that. He always hears everything that we've talked to him about. Um, 
and he isn't limited he is able um, whether he's answered in the way we wanted or not he is able um, and I guess the challenge is to keep talking to him about it even when it's painful or frustrating or we're still waiting um, I'm, I'm reminded of uh, when your child gives you a Christmas list with all the things they want and actually how as a parent you have a different perspective on that list you know some things you might look at and you think oh that's not really appropriate or that's not really what I can afford or if I give you that it will uh, cause this situation and so I think sometimes when we pray and what we would really want sometimes it's because God has a different perspective um, and I guess sometimes I, I'm a bit of a novice gardener, I'm still learning, but um, as I'm out in my garden a bit more, I, I notice the seasons more and I'm really, really aware of the speed of nature and actually the way God works in creation is at a completely different speed to the way I live my life. And, you know, some days I see a bud on something or a shoot coming through and I think, ah, oh, brilliant, it's about to flower or, oh yeah, it's growing now. But actually it takes much more time and there's a lot more going on and it doesn't happen straight away and there's waiting. Um, so I think sometimes when I think about prayers not being answered I think about those things um, and try and take encouragement from them even if it's difficult. Excellent thank you that's really really uh, helpful. I have one more question for you. Do you have any tips for helping people to pray? Oh gosh there's so many ways to pet pray and there's so many books about it so I guess um, I can just share a few thoughts that I kind of think about when I pray. Um, one of the things is that um, I think about uh, the conversations, so different types of conversations you have with the people that you love. And, you know, sometimes Dan and I will just be chit chatting about our day and what's going on and sharing things. And sometimes we'll be having a real deep and meaningful and it's a significant chat. Sometimes it's a really quick chat. You know, I might phone him on the car on the way home from work just to say, what about this or what about that? Um, and I think that's true about when we pray and we chat to our father, you can do it in all sorts of ways. Not every time is gonna be a deep and meaningful, but there's always time to chat to him, either a quick sort of quick, sort of message or a quick listen um, and I think I've noticed over the last couple of years um, different styles that I've found helpful so I know for a season I think it's when we were doing thy kingdom come I prayed the Lord's prayer an awful lot and I found that inspired my prayers an awful lot and I used that as a starting point um, to pray and to centre myself um, to focus on God. Um, something else I've that's been new to me a bit in the last couple of years is praying um, when God leads you. So you feel like God teaches you what to pray. Um, for the last two school years, in particular, it's sort of August, September time, I really seek God for what do you want me to pray for my girls this year? What is this year? What is your word to pray for them this year? And um, so for an example was one school year, um, he gave me the word for one of the girls was connection and so I prayed that year for them to connect to their learning, to connect to uh, their friends, to connect to their teacher, to connect to God. Um, I prayed it 
most days in a variety of different ways but i really prayed that for them that year and it became noticeable as to why that was the word for them that year and another word i had was about clarity and so i thought that was a bit strange but i prayed for clarity in their thinking and then i as the year went on i understood a bit more to pray for our clarity and understanding them and how to help them with some certain things um and one other example it's a testimony really when uh, one of my girls was struggling with something in particular and we chatted about it and we'd prayed and I prayed to God and I talked about it to God and you know it was an ongoing thing and it had been going for a little while and I was driving down the road one day on the way to work I could tell you the exact spot on the Roman road where I was, was and a thought came into my head and I knew what I had to pray God spoke to me and said this is the way you need to pray and I prayed and I prayed like Billy O all the way down the Roman road and I told Dan about it and we prayed that way since and things changed that difficulty my daughter had is different now from that moment and i know it's because god showed me how to pray for that one um i guess the last thing is when i i i want to pray but i don't know where to start um sometimes i start with worship just putting some music on um but i've been using an app uh, sort of a guided devotional that's called Lectio 365. It's by um, Pete Gregg, who wrote the How to Pray book. Um, and every day, the routine, the prayer time starts with, as I enter prayer, I pause to be still, to recenter my scattered senses on the presence of God. And I just find that so helpful because I think, particularly at the moment when there's so much going on, we're bombarded digitally because it's the only means of communication connection we've got because we're not seeing people and my thoughts are everywhere i've read the news and i've thought about work and you know i've got these emails coming in and text messages and i video called and there's lots going on actually to recenter my scattered senses on the presence of god is such a brilliant place for me to start to talk to god about it all and i i find that's probably been the most helpful thing Oh, brilliant, Emma. Thank you. That's really useful and uh, something that we can think about and put into practice. Um, thank you for your time. I really appreciate that too. So as we come to a close of the session, I'd like to wrap up with one last question. And that question is, how does God speak to you and how do you know it is him? So uh, on a personal level, God speaks to me in various ways. First of all, he speaks to me to the Bible through sung worship and sometimes I get a phrase in my mind when I wake up in the mornings and then I have to think about it, mull over it and then God uh, gives me more. So it's like almost like a, a piecing a puzzle together and um, that can happen over, over the day or over a period of a few days. Um, I also get pictures and um, that could be uh, uh, directional pictures or God speaking to me about a particular thing in, in my life. Um, the key area for me is intercessory prayer and um, I find that God uses me quite regularly uh, in this aspect and he's, he places a person or a situation on my heart and uh, I pray into that. Recently I had a friend who asked me to pray for a member of her family and um, I was praying for this person and one night I went to bed and I just felt this burden and heaviness come over me to the point where I had to get out of bed, go on my knees and pray, which I did. And I followed up the next day and uh, I was told that the timing was God's timing and that that person needed prayer at that point in time when I felt this heaviness 
and this need to pray. So these are the ways that God uses me. And um, in terms of how do I know he's speaking to me is, um, again, a good reference point is the Bible. Is the scripture? Uh, is it a, in accordance with what God's saying in the Bible? Secondly, um, if it's a directional word, then I pray about it and I see if there's a peace in my heart and I then go with it. And if I'm really unsure, sometimes I take the counsel of godly men and women who would pray with me. But I also know and trust that God cares for me. He's concerned about me and he's got good things for me. So that's my start point. And so that always helps me uh, know that I'm hearing his voice. Uh, and that's that's uh, my, my answer to those questions, really. So um, now I'd just like to wrap up and um, talk about, just, just finish by saying that prayer, this is why prayer is important, because our Christian faith is about relationship with God. We talk to God and he talks to us. He's with us on this journey on earth and wants to be involved in every aspect of our lives. So I encourage you, talk to God because he always wants to listen to us and talk to us. And may God bless you abundantly and may you know his presence always.